What's up, YouTube Nights? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the Cover Price Top 10 for the week ending February 6th, 7th, or 8th, right around there. Uh, for those joining us live on Twitch, it is working. Uh, if you want to leave a comment, though, head on over to YouTube or we'll leave a comment in the Twitch live chat because we are now streaming live on twitch twitter and youtube so we're all over the place you can't uh you can't get rid of us so why guys are congregating you know what you need to do just say the word There's more. Uh, so I was trying to find it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm Robert Kirkman. Keep digging in those long boxes. Yo, what's up, DMC? In a place to be. Keep digging in those long boxes. All right, now we continue. I, I totally screwed it up. You know, great production values here. You get the best C plus <laughs> that StreamYard has to offer. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Man, I'm gonna say what's good to the people. What up, everybody? Glad to be back. And I've been missing a couple weeks, and I'm ready for some good old-fashioned top 11s. Speaking of good old-fashioned, Justin, say what's good to the people. Evening, everybody. It's a fun-filled week that I think a lot of people should at least have 
half these books? They're all modern I'm saying stuff, this right? is one of the easier lists that we've done in quite a while because the books were pretty much no brainers. And as I say mm-hmm. that, you know, probably I end up probably with an 0 for 11, but you know, cause I mean, uh, we should might as well just call this the breathe the tea leaves episode because everything on this list came on here for up uh, because of basically some news that dropped. So, uh, spoilers for those who haven't seen Boba Fett episode six, uh, the two of you on this planet who haven't seen it, by the way, which was freaking a just incredible piece of star Wars, just just Star Wars, period, right? Awesome. I know, not Mandalorian, not Boba Fett, just Star Wars. But just once again, this show is brought to our friends at uh, price, uh, coverprice.com. Price guides, collections, trends, movers, and shakers in this here top 10 list. If you need somebody to facilitate and get your books graded and pressed, go to say our friends at Key Collectibles at facebook.com forward slash Key Collectibles or Instagram forward slash Key Collectibles. They press my books and uh, they can press yours too and submit. And they have pressed in my books right now. And they have a three to four day turnaround from pressing to submitting to CDC. So if your presser, the person is really backed up right now, yo, hit them up now before everybody else does. So me and uh, so uh, mine are already on the way to CDC after I think uh, 17 books. He pressed them in like two or three days. So uh, it's not bad at all for turnaround. If for those who submit or get your books press you should know it's a huge turnaround time for all presses right now so especially those who have a built uh, a great fo- a big following that's right the show is sponsored by krscomics.com and this drops tomorrow punisher number one the inhook lee punisher number one variant from krs comics use discount code of l-o-t-l-b to get yourself some save yourself some ducats on this this is definitely uh, frank castle as a samurai no doubt about mm-hmm. it he's gonna head up the hand uh, this bad boy dropped last week. This is the first time they have uh, done Star Wars in a while, and this Mike Mayhew is sold out. Fantastic. I, I had a feeling it was going to sell out. And uh, from what I've been told, I mean, I've talked to my LCS and other places, and, and a lot of people are inquiring about this Punisher issue. So me thinks there's a first appearance. Probably people already know if, inside Preview World. But all right, let's get right to it. This is the cover price top ten for the week ending November, no February. Six, really, since we count up to Sunday. What do we got for number 11, Justin? Well, the runner-up is definitely one that maybe no one has. Rift Holy World cow. number one from 2009 Marvel Comics. So per deadline, the Rift Cycle TV series adaptation of fantasy books is in the works at the newly launched Six Studios. Uh, this news immediately hopped, moved 19 copies of this comic adaptation, moving it to a seven-day trend of 328% as it rose from a dollar book to a high sale of $30 for a raw copy. Wow, just look at that. Rock and roll. Look at rocking out background music. Uh, I was wondering Rift, if that was coming from someone's like, I was like, hey, someone needs to close a window somewhere. No, that's uh, free music from StreamYard. Is It's so generic, right? Uh, we'll see <laughs> We'll see how it goes. But try to spice things up. Uh, look, I, I can go louder. Ooh. But that's kind of a, there you go. So anyway, so uh, runner up is Riff War. Number one, I think that's definitely an offer. And as you can tell in the live chat, mm-hmm. most people have that as an offer. But uh, there you Fight, go. Though, that's a that's a good book. I've, I think I read the first book of that series a long, long time ago. But yeah, so this is one another one of those things where it was originally a novel and then they turned to a comic book adaptation. Like you know, yeah. they've done it with Wheel of Time, uh, Game of Thrones. I mean, quite yeah. a few of them. Uh, but. Rarely do they ever get movement. Even a Game of Thrones, which was a hugely popular show when the when the comic books came out, nobody really cared. But 
2022. All the rules have changed. You know what I mean? All right. So uh, runner-up is Rift War, number one. At first I looked at it, I go, wait, is that Star Wars? Wait a second. All right. But it couldn't be. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's start off with the top 10, and this book will riddle this list as well. And no, with no surprise with uh, the drop that's coming tomorrow, what do we got for number 10? Yeah, number 10, we've got Black Panther number three, the Tarin Clark one in 25. So Tosin Aduye's first appearance is still very topical with this variant, still trending with 24 copies sold, seven-day trend of 208%, and a high sale $600 for a raw copy. With that said, the market is stabilizing a bit with the fair market value settling to $403. This book's future requires some heavy follow through from Marvel. Expectations are very high, which is going to be tough to live up to. For now, prices seem relatively stable. So tomorrow is a drop for the first appearance of Red Black Panther. Is that is that what I'm reading? Uh, uh, no, I don't. I didn't see anything in, yeah. in the Marvel books. Today. No. There, there's a, there's a, a first appearance of, upcoming of a Black Panther in a red suit, and they're calling him Red Black Panther. Uh, red so, Black Panther, clever. Exactly. Yeah, kind of a miss, kind of a misnomer, right? Because you know it's either a red or a Black Panther, but apparently it's a Black Panther in a red outfit, so they're calling it Red Black Panther. So uh, uh, be on the lookout at your LCSs tomorrow. So you know uh, a lot of places. People have already called and swooped them up, so uh, hit out to your LCS. L- L- I think it's tomorrow. I mean, maybe March, but Everyone's I'm pretty sure. Avengers 53. So yeah, Avengers is that? Yeah, Avengers 53. Um, so people have been yeah. asking about it. So oh, I got a, if you go, I got that book right here. Are you supposed to show up in this? Yeah, flip through it. Look for Red Black Panther. Let me, let me look. Right. You mean shouldn't his name just be Red Panther? That's what I was saying, right? It, it, it's, it's like you know, reddish Black Panther. Yep, there he is. There you go. There he is. There you go. You see, now, Zach gets his books a day early, so he's done. He's done you a favor. So tomorrow, hit up your shops, look for Avengers number fifty-three at your LCSs. The first appearance of Red Black Panther, and I'm not telling any secrets because people have already been calling all kinds of shops asking for him. So number ten on the list, though, is Black Panther number three. What do we got for number nine? Well, news dropped over the weekend. We got Amazing Spider-Man number two ten, the newsstand. 1980. So recently, with the news of Sony Pictures moving forward with their Madam Web solo film starring Dakota Johnson, there's some speculation that Madam Web Web will be the younger version, Julia Carpenter. But still, the first appearance of Madam Web shows up in this issue. It did sell. The first appearance sold three thirty copies, seven day uptrend of 172 percent, and a high sale of 950 dollars for a CGC 9.6. Not bad for 9.6. News. Yeah. Stand. I think, you know, so two things happened when they announced um, the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey um, mm-hmm. was going to be uh, first the meme of her and Madam Web yeah. with, the, with the blindfold <laughs> on. I think it's hilarious. Uh, secondly is obviously Madam Web is an old, old lady, but there is a second Madam Web who happens to be Julia Carpenter, which um, we I talked about it last week on this show, and I'm I'm not the first one, so I'm not taking credit for it. But I'm just saying, people who are pretty smart to read the tea leaves, put two and two together. Young actress playing Madam Web. It's sometimes it's not a direct adaptation, or sometimes it's an amalgam of the two. So, uh, so we shall see if it appears on this list. But so far, number nine on the list is Amazing Spider-Man number two ten, the direct edition from 1980. Wow, nine fifty in a nine six from this book. Remember when this book got you know announced and people just laughed at it like. Who the hell wants to see an old-ass Madam Web? Well, let's hire a young actress, and all of a sudden people are excited about it, but we'll see. All right, what do we got for number eight? Number eight, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number 637, the Oliver Copel copy. 
Uh, as mentioned, there's high speculation that Sony's Madam Web will focus on the Julia Carpenter version. Julia was the second Spider-Woman who later became the character Arachne. During this grim hunt storyline and in this specific issue, the new Craven the Hunter mortally wounds Madam Web. Before her death, Madam Web transfers her prophetic powers to Julia, making her the new Madam Web. If Dakota is playing Julia Carpenter, then this issue is only going to get hotter or it'll crash and burn. Regardless, 14 copies sold this week with a seven-day trend of 392%, high sale of 220 for a CGC 9.8, with Raws coming, up at, coming in at a fair market value of $62. The Mike Files cover is also doing fantastic with a raw fair market value of $87. Yeah, I think this is... I wouldn't say it was pretty much a dollar bin book, right? I meant, you know, nobody was really when, you know, maybe people were really specking, you know, the first Madam Web. But, you know, like I said, as soon as they figure out and this actually version of Madam Web is cooler, right? I meant mm -hmm. she's got uh, I think she has like a red, uh, almost black Spidey outfit in it as opposed to the like uh, Julie. So Julie Carpenter really first appeared in Secret Wars number six, right? Uh, the alternate version of her. But then uh, she eventually ends up being Madam Web. And, you know, um, you know, if you want to go back even further, there's a, that what if Spider-Girl book. What that's, that's something totally different. So I'm, I'm off track here anyway. Mm -hmm. So number eight on the list, Amazing Spider-Man number 637, the Oliver Copel 50-50 variant, which, uh, whatever that means. Um, one in 50? Hmm. 50-50. 50 50? Like you got a 50 50 shot of getting that book. <laughs> exactly. Go to your <laughs> shop, just flip a coin. <laughs> what do we got for number seven? Oh, man, I like this one. Daredevil, Woman Without Fear, number two. The Jorge uh, Fernez, one in 25 ratio variant. So this is a gorgeous cover. It's got some awesome 80s style Daredevil homage. It was an instant hit last week. It sold 34 copies, had a seven day uptrend of 187%, and had a high sale of $90 for a raw copy. The current FMV full fair market value of $76. Not bad for Electra being Daredevil. That's impressive, man. Um, raw $90 for a book that came out, was it last week or yep. two weeks ago? Yeah, I meant, yeah. Because this book was ordered pretty high, too. I remember my shop had the cover with the, uh, with, uh, with this version of Daredevil and, and Daredevil on the cover. They're like back to back. Um, so uh, a lot of people with offers, man. You guys aren't going and buying new books, uh, but uh, this list is littered with pretty much modern books. So don't be too surprised. So Daredevil, Woman Without Fear, number two, the Jorge Fornes, one in twenty-five variant, coming in at number seven. What do we got for number six? Well, shouldn't be surprised here. We got Black Panther number three, the Gary Frank variant. So all of Tosin's first appearance issues have been briskly moving all week. This Gary Frank variant surged forward with 44 copies sold, seven-day trend of 164%, had a high sale of $60 for a raw copy. People this book's going to be here for a while, probably. People are people are really going crazy for this mm. new um, Black Panther character. We shall see, man. Uh, 60 bucks for Raw. I mean, it wasn't... Didn't we see at one point there was like five, $600 for a Raw? I could have swore. Uh, yeah, the well, 1 in 25. It's yeah, like that, 680 something. That is absolutely nuts. You know what else is nuts? Paying 10 or 15% for fees on eBay. Go join a 1% revolution. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, 
Head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. That's right. If you sign up for a seller account, tell them just uh, where you heard it from. Tell them uh, you heard it from Lords of Longbox and you could uh, be approved as a seller. I think my man Mark316 just got approved for a seller. So uh, congratulations to you. And uh, we changed up the music for some pop music for you. So there you go. Uh, Oh, thanks, Lon. I appreciate you. Saw you like that segue that I did. I I, 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 I pride myself on awkward segues. That's just the, <laughs> uh, the way smooth. I am. <laughs> Silky smooth stylings of TiVo on the MIC. All right. So we go for number six, Black Panther, number three on the list. Or excuse me, Black Panther, number three on number six on the list. Smack dab. It's surprising that we haven't had a Star Wars book yet, but here we go. Hell to the yeah. Star Wars. Darth Maul, number three from 2017. So again, we got through spoilers. Five, four, three, two, one. This issue features the first cover appearance of fan favorite Clone Wars bounty hunter Cad Bane at the end of Book of Boba Fett, episode six. Fans were surprised and delighted by the first live action appearance of Cad Bane. You can find many fan uh, reaction films on YouTube with several fans literally crying over this reveal. (laughs) Cad Bane is on fire right now. His first cover appearance sold 62 copies, seven-day uptrend of 145%, high sale of $721 for CGC 9.9. I need that 9.9. That's a steal, a 9.9. I mean, for those who didn't see episode six, I'm just saying it's one of the best Star Wars episodes ever. I mean, if you watch the breakdown videos from like on um, Awesome and whatever, that YouTube channel, and uh, the... I am a sucker for reaction videos. All right. First, I like reacting to like uh, hip hop guys who hear like Led Zeppelin for the first time or like metalheads who hear like, uh, you know, uh, uh, rap music for the first time. And there was a compilation of like people reacting to the Cad Bane reveal. And uh, it was funny because I made a comment because it goes, uh, episode six mixed reactions. I go, I don't think you quite understand what mixed reactions means. It doesn't mean different reactions from multiple people. Mixed reaction means it's positive and negative. All these were all positive. And I was like, uh, but you know, am I wrong? Right. I mean, you know, cause he said mixed reactions. He basically just cobbled together like 20 people's reactions mm-hmm. that were all positive. So that's not a mixed reaction, right? Mixed reaction means some like it and some didn't, but you know, anyway, he probably gonna fucking put me on blast on YouTube since he has 400,000 subscribers, <laughs> but I don't care. All right, Star Wars, Darth Maul number three, coming in at number five. So what does that make number four? Well, number four is Star Wars, Darth Maul number two. So move over Black Crescent. There's a new bounty hunter in town. This issue features the first in-canon appearance of Cad Bane and was the instant go-to book for collectors. Sold 83 copies, seven-day trend of 162%. And had a high sale of $850 for CGC 9.8. Note the graphic novel Star Wars Tales from the Clone Wars is technically Cad Bane's first appearance, though, due to it being a graphic novel, it often spurs many debates amongst collectors. Yeah, so uh, what was cool about Cad Bane is the same guy who voiced him on the Clone Wars voiced him for the Book of Boba Fett. And I got to say, he was pretty damn menacing. Very cool the way they framed it, like an old Western, you know, really wide shot. And uh, Mm -hmm. you just wait. You you were just like waiting for like a tumbleweed to come across the screen or something along those lines. And it's always the guy, the marshal that messed things up. uh, It was perfect, too. It felt like right out of Justified. You had Timothy Oliphant. Exactly. Saddled up like with his. He's always playing like the same character as like a marshal up against Cad Bane. It was like. 
it was like justified meets Star Wars, man. It was yeah. It was awesome. And Oliphant isn't dead. I mean, you could tell he was shot, you know, in the shoulder. But if you if Cad Bane did it on purpose, though, he shot him in the shoulder to tell him a message to leave out and stay out of it. And he shot him in his shooting shoulder, which basically maybe rendered him unable to use his his gun because he's right handed. Yeah, if you notice that in the episode, uh-huh. he shot him directly in the shoulder, where the marshal got three in the chest. <laughs> it's it's oh, the like deputy, you mean? Yeah, the deputy. Yeah, the new guy that was like you know trying to be a little too extra, right? It was like trying to step yeah. in there. But uh, I can't wait for tonight's episode. I get to watch it at midnight. Oh, it's gonna be epic, man. Let's hope it's epic. So. Uh, well, after uh, we finish off the top 10, we'll take us on uh, uh, in the live chat on what Grogu would decide. Will he pick the lightsaber or will he pick the armor? And I'll tell you my reasons why. But uh, number four on the list is Star Wars, Darth Maul, number two. What do we got for number three? So this is an interesting book. The New Teen Titans, number 21 from DC Comics back in 1982. So Deadline reported last week that Titans season four villains have been cast. You got Joseph Morgan as Brother Blood. Uh, Franca Patilla as Mother Mayhem and Lisa Ambrosianer as Jinx. So Brother Blood and Mother Mayhem both first appeared in Teen Titans number 21. It did take about a week for that fire to kick in for those who are looking for it. But once it did, it took off like a rocket, selling 71 copies last week, a seven-day uptrend of 218%, high sale of $190 for a CGC 9.8. And just to note, if you're looking for Jinx's first appearance, Cameo is in Tales of the Teen Titans 56. Full first issue is issue 57. And Ryan was supposed to be in this episode, but he was experiencing technical issues. And I know he mm-hmm. would love to have done this one since Teen Titans is his favorite book. And uh, hopefully, uh, this is a Marv Wolfman and uh, George Perez, right? This is the Wolfman yeah. Perez run. I mean, hopefully, you guys can still get. I know Perez has um, uh, just announced that his signing got postponed due to uh, some issues. Yeah, so. Fun. Um, but hopefully he can still do it. And if you guys have this book, send it in to at least help him out, get some money for uh, his family, uh, you know, because, you know, he has like five, six months to live. But uh, why do I have a feeling? I, 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 I actually shared this post on Facebook before I feel it was for his now. I think Marv Wolfen spoiled it on his on his Facebook. And he says, "I'm proud to get. It's, I'm I'm glad to see that they're doing Brother Blood and Blah 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 Mayhem on the next season of Titans." And I was like, "Wait a second, are you the first person I've seen that I could have swore?" But uh, go if you check Marv Wolfman's Facebook page, he he actually said it. So I don't know if he said it the same day as the announcement or a day before after. But either way, cool to see. Uh, this is in the DC in the early '80s of DC. Uh, Let's just say it was the Dark Ages. There weren't too many good titles, right? Marvel was dominating the 80s with the X-Men and then, you know, the Punisher and then the Image Guys and everything. But New Teen Titans with Perez and Wolfman was a consistently great book. I remember reading this. It was one of the few DC books that I had uh, pulled, mainly because of George Perez's art. I really loved his art, but Wolfman also did a great job. And this is one of the better runs that DC had coming. I mean, if you think about all the wonky books they had, like, you know, um, you know, the freedom fighters are freaking, uh, you know, you know, Batman and the outsiders, you know, but Teen Titans was always kind of there. It was like their version of trying to do young mutants like X-Men or new mutants, mm-hmm. right? You know, even though they weren't mutants, but you could, you put teen, new teen in there as, you know, you know, then it kind of builds things up, kind of, you know, refreshes things. But number three on the list is the new Teen Titans, number 21 from 1982. Got to dust out those old bins to see if you guys have them. All right, on to number two. Number two, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number 88. So 
In today's comic collecting world, any Marvel first appearance is instantly hot. This particular issue features the first appearance of the Queen Goblin. While she's nowhere close to hitting Tosin's numbers, sales are brisk and solid with 157 copies sold, seven-day trend of 175%, and a high sale of $16 for a raw copy. Like all new characters, the question is, will she take off? Many fans have made comparisons of her to Red Goblin, specifically noting his significant fall in market value. That makes this book a gamble. However, at this current price, the risk for this book is low. There are some great variants out there for it as well. Yeah, I think the the thing with the Red Goblin is he just ended up being Norman, Norman. Osborn, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And it whereas wasn't special. Yeah. I don't think this is a rebranded character as far as I know. Um and hopefully you guys have been paying attention. There was a Karis Comics exclusive that uh, we dropped, I think. Where is it? Well, I don't know, but that's still dope too anyway. Um, but I could have swore I may have deleted the graphic on here, but uh, there was a ASM 88 that we had on I'm trying to find, but uh, I'll find it as we go along here. But anyway, Amazing Spider-Man, number 88. First shows up at number two. Not the Goblin, qu not the goblin Queen, but the Queen Goblin, okay? All right, so I thought we're going to leave one of two things for number one. Either it's going to be Black Panther or Star Wars, right? So what do we got for number one? Star Wars. No. Oh, it's Black Panther number three, everybody. It's still holding on to that number one spot for the second week in a row. First appearance of Tosin is moving tons of copies. Alex Ross cover moving 188 copies with a seven-day uptrend of 163%. Had a high sale of $185 for a CGC 9.8, which I can only expect is a pre-sale with the fair market value jumping up to $57. Let's see where this one's going to land next. Yeah, so um, I just added the link there. And yes, Keras Comics did have an in-hookly exclusive for Amazing Spider-Man number 88. And they have cover A is still left. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Cover B signed. Uh, sold out but you can still get cover a uh if you want to get the first appearance and the cover price is 25 bucks on that so if you missed out on the other one um you know i'll show you the uh yeah you guys can see it for yourself just click on the link but it's basically i mean you know i think the people really like this version of the goblin queen because it's a homage um or no this isn't the homage there's another one uh the variant you see the homage of the it's the homage of the first appearance of hobgon where he tears spider-man in half um, mm -hmm. There's an homage for that on ASM 88 as well, but we're talking Black Panther number three coming in at number one. But uh, go peep out our friends at KRS Comics, man. They, if you're missing out on uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 88 in Hook Lee, uh, cover A is left. The Virgin variants, unfortunately, are sold out because we told you guys about it a few weeks ago. So uh, you can still get those, man. So uh, when is the ship date on these anyway? Uh, I don't think they say uh, ships. February 17th. So FOC is uh, allowed 7 to 10 days for delivery. Estimated shipping signed copies is April. So uh, start shipping on February 17th. So you can still get them on uh, KRS Comics. Use discount code LOTLB. Save yourself some uh, McDonald's menu hack menus. Damn it. I was so disappointed. I was so oh, yeah, disappointed. Right. I, 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 really wanted a, <laughs> I really wanted a filet of fish and double cheeseburger mashed together. I didn't know it was Ikea where I have to assemble my own damn hack sandwich, man. It was like crazy. <laughs> So there's something called uh, McDonald's, McDonald's menu hacks. Okay. And the picture shows it's a double che cheeseburger and then uh, and then like a, and then a fillet of fish, or you get you get a one with uh, chicken McNuggets and a and a double cheeseburger in one and a sandwich. 
And then I got opened up the bag and it was like two separate sandwiches and I had to like assemble it together. I was like, well, that's not really a menu hack. I was like, that's like buying two different things and mashing them up together. I was like, anyway. Sounds horrible. So that's neither here nor there, but I'm just, I just wanted to tell you, you know, they lied in their advertisement. I found out the hard way, but either way. All right, Zach, any last words? No, just um, like I said, glad to be back. It was a fun week. Hope everyone got a bunch of these modern books and, um, you know, check out the Comic-Con podcast. If you haven't listened to us yet, make sure you listen to us now. We got a bunch of great stuff coming up and a big episode this week as well. Pretty excited about. All right. Let me get Justin's background music here before he speaks and rock it out. There you go, man. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Let's go. Justin, some, uh, any last words? Here, here, do your whatnot. The voice. Uh, yeah, there you I go. Rock out. Whatnot sales. Um, yeah, just follow me. Nemesis underscore prime. Instagram. Whatnot. Always doing whatnot sales. Make sure you follow Manimal. Make sure you follow Tivo over here as well, Lords of Longbox. We're all on whatnot. We're always selling stuff. So yeah. that's all yeah. I got. I got to get off my lazy arse, and I uh, promised the guys at whatnot I would go live this week. Oh, episode uh, seven. We got to talk about episode seven. Oh, yeah. So uh, in the live chat, uh, let's see how many people. Just sec- type in armor or saber. What is Grogu going to select? Is he going to select the lightsaber, or is he going to select the armor? My guess is if he selects the lightsaber, you're going down a really dark path because that means he gets killed when the when the temple gets burned down by Kylo Ren. So my guess is, and here's where I gleamed it from, is in the scene where Luke, Luke, Luke uh, touches Grogu's head and looks into his past memories, he's kind of like, uh, P- he has PTSD. And he sees a Jedi with a green lightsaber, the guy with the man bun, get shot and get struck down by the 501st. So, and during the Mandalorian, he never saw the color Luke Skywalker's lightsaber until he came in the screen. Remember on the, cause the monitor for, for some reason was not, it was like monochrome, even though it's Star Wars. Right. Mm. Um, so I think Grogu may have some, cause you remember Ahsoka Tano says he has uh regressed feelings or something along those lines. Right. You know, to yeah. protect himself. Depressing, right. Yeah. So it could be, you know, he was, and it, the way they framed it, the 501st stormtroopers just say let's go and they i think they move forward him like he's already hidden inside some some people speculate that he's hidden inside of a droid already and that's why he's he's whisked away so you know because it looks like from his perspective he's in between something but you can see the lightsabers excuse me in his eyes so in order to mandalorian to keep going i think he has to select the armor what do you guys think yeah i agree with the the um I don't know, man. Nah, to be honest, I think he's going to do the saber just because he'll he'll take both. Why can't he have both? Luke yeah, that's really Luke ridiculous. Like, get over yourself, Luke. You know, like, let the guy have some goddamn armor. He's, like, one foot tall. Like, give him some armor. Actually, the Mandalorian actually said it, too, though. He actually said, is he, is he a foundling or is he a Padawan? Because, you know, part of the, man, um, the Mandalorian credo is... If they're found as young, you know, and they're trained in the ways, you know, that's why they always say this is the way, whatever. That's the, the Mandalorian credo, mm-hmm. right? So they're and they're, those young ones are called foundlings. Um, and in the lore of Star Wars and the extended universe, I do believe there was one that was uh, a Mandalorian and slash Jedi. So it's not unprecedented, I don't think. There's probably like geeks of the EU who read the novels will know because there's been, you know, there's been Wookiees, Jedi, so whatever. But, you know, even the Mando actually says first, wait, is he a foundling or is he a Padawan? And then Luke mm-hmm. tells him, you know, you know, there's a thing. I mean, you know, first of all, Beskar armor. How can, you know, can you give that up? I mean, yeah, shit, Luke's just being shit. a hater, bro. He just wants some <laughs> armor for himself. Yeah. He doesn't even know yet, right? Because uh, eventually his downfall will be when he tries to kill Kylo Ren and then the, the that Jedi temple burns down. So uh, His downfall yeah, will be when he drinks that nipple good milk. Good editing. Milk. 
Hey, don't knock it till you try to, brother. That's all I'm saying, man. Just, <laughs> just be careful of if if you're lactose intolerant. Ah, forget it. We gotta go, man. But uh, enjoy the book of Boba Fett. Uh, if you're watching this on a rewind, leave your comment below. What do you think? He's gonna select armor. Or a little short uh, lightsaber. What do you guys think? What do you think? Episode is tonight, so I am going to stay up till midnight and watch it for Dark Side Jedi, who couldn't make it. This is Prime, Animal. This is TiVo. Keep digging them the long boxes, and peace out, y'all. Now let's do this! Rewind, Silicon. Come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is a